0: know that it's possible to survive the boss from hell without quitting your job or selling your soul? Hi, my name is Ken Williams, and I'm a certified life coach and a master of connecting with people. I've had a lot of bad bosses because who hasn't? And I'm the host of the Bad Boss Podcast, a podcast where we explore ways to improve relationships at work so that you can survive the boss from hell. So join me as we delve into the ins and outs of working with people that you never wanted to be friends with. If you're hoping to reduce your work stress and increase your job satisfaction when it seems impossible, this is the podcast for you. Get ready to discover the power of untoxic positivity and learn how to survive the boss from hell. And once again, happy Monday, whatever day today is for you. Happy Monday. Uh, if you're listening to this on the day that it releases, Merry Christmas. And if you celebrate something other than Christmas, then happy whatever you celebrate. Um, it's the end of the year; it's coming to the end of the year, and as I hinted last week, um, I'm going to talk about goals. This is not something that I have had a whole lot of excitement about in the past, and I'm changing my attitude. I'm changing my thoughts. I'm my my ideas about approaching goals, and so I'm going to share some of those ideas with you, and we'll see where that goes. We'll see where that where that leads us. So number one, end of the year, January 1st, New Year's resolutions. Why is it that we seem to think about goals, making changes, improvements to our lives, primarily at the first of the year, rather than any time? Uh, I don't know. Uh, It seems like it's a clean break. Unfortunately, statistics show, research shows, that most New Year's resolutions are broken within the first two months of the year. Sometime in February, I think. I think there's an actual date that's been determined to be the, the date that most people have given up on their New Year's resolutions. And... I have some thoughts thoughts about that. And I think the way that we traditionally have learned, have been trained about setting goals, contributes to that. Another thing that I think contributes to it is the idea of smart goals. Smart goals uh, is one of the things that I've really had a a bad attitude about. Smart, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound are the that's the acronym smart I think that there are better ways to set goals let me let me share uh, <laughs> not that you care but I guess you do care maybe you do care because you're listening to this podcast smart um, Here's my attitude and and with my attitude I'm going to share uh, a little bit about my, my personal evolution of where I'm coming along to where I'm coming from specific. Um, specific, I think is important. I think it's important for us to have something that is, I'm just going to call it tangible. Something that is, you've got to be able to know when you've accomplished what you want to accomplish. So if it's a weight goal, when the number on the scale has a specific number, then you know, you've hit your goal. Uh, if it's an income goal, as soon as that dollar amount comes in, then you know you've hit your goal. If it's a a task goal, like writing a book or um, crocheting an afghan or something, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're working to accomplish, when the task is complete, then you know that you've finished your goal. So that's, I think, valuable. I think that element or that aspect of the SMART goals uh, I can get on board with that. Measurable. I think that goes along with specific. You've got to be able to measure it. You've got to be able to, to see that there's um, uh, that the the goal has been accomplished. If you had a, a goal of I want to be happier, not measurable. Uh, a goal I want to be rich, not happier. I want a better job, not measurable. Uh, Because what does that mean? What does that mean even to you? You may think better job means better boss or better hours or better pay or better working conditions or better commute. A lot of things could go into what better means. And so I'll get on board with that, with the miserable. Here's where we start to have some problems. Attainable, attainable how do you know if something's attainable? The only way that you would know if something's attainable is if somebody's done it. But I think a lot of times the way we think about goals is we want to set a goal that we've attained or that we think we can obtain. So writing a book is uh, an example that I have. My first book I had published about uh, just over 10 years ago, and so 11 years ago, if somebody had had um, had a conversation with me and I said, I want to write a book this year, that goal would have seemed to me to be unobtainable, unattainable because I'd never done it before. I did not know the process. I didn't know the steps. I didn't know what was required. I didn't know the um, what would be needed. And... Uh, kind of a tangent here for just a minute. The, the idea of a goal, um, I think, needs to rest squarely on your own shoulders. You can't have a goal for somebody else to do something. For example, <laughs> you can't have a goal that your boss is going to be better. You can't have a goal that somebody is going to give you a, a, a different job. You can't have a goal that you're going to get a bonus. Um, because those things are out of your control. You've got to have a goal that you have complete control over. So if you're in sales, for example, you can have a goal, um, uh, an attainable goal might be, you're going to make a hundred phone calls. You have total control over that. Once you start getting into other people's, um, the, their, their control, uh, you might, have a, a goal to hit a, like a percentage of sales or a certain number number of yeses, it starts to get a little bit dicey because you, and you can hit that if you know your percentages, if you know, if I have a 20% closing rate then I need to have a hundred sales calls to get 20 sales. And so you can do that, but it gets a little bit dicey when you start looking at specific things that uh, you need to rely on somebody else to do in order to achieve your goal. So back to the book example, Um, for me to get an agent or for me to get a publisher, um, some of those things may be completely out of my control. And so I can make efforts, I can make phone calls, I can make uh, uh, contacts, I can send manuscripts. And until somebody sees the value in what I have, I may run up against a bunch of no's. And so, having a goal to have a book published, if I'm if I'm looking at a traditional publishing house, that may be a goal that is that is a bad idea because, or bad idea. That's not the way I want it. That's not what I mean. It may be uh, a goal. It may be a bad example of a good goal because there are elements out of my control. Does that make sense? Hopefully, that makes sense. But. The problem with attainable is I don't know what's attainable. I know what I've attained in the past. I may know within my own circle, people that I know, what others have attained. I may make assumptions that certain things are or are not attainable, but when I get to Really, when I get to to dig down into this aspect of what's an attainable goal, I think this is one area where we miss the mark. Uh, Back to the book example. If I, 11 years ago, had a goal to write a book during the year, um, knowing what I knew then, that may have seemed like an unreachable goal. Knowing what I know now, after having written, published several books, that's <laughs> completely attainable, and so um, this idea of attainable—what's attainable? It's it's hard for me to get on board with that because I don't—I'm I, not sure that attainable exists. If it exists, it is uh, so abstract a concept that I don't think that that should be the foundation of a goal. Whether I believe that something is attainable or not, should not determine whether or not I set a goal. Does that make sense? Am I, am I saying this right? I think that I think maybe a better way of saying it is my uneducated opinion about whether a specific goal is attainable may be a poor filter for what makes a goal a good goal or bad goal. I don't know enough about my goal to be able to, d- to decide whether the goal is, a- is attainable. So there you go. That's where I diverge on this this um, idea about smart goals. Relevant. Relevant is now I had previously thought it was realistic, which is the same thing as attainable, but it's relevant. If you do the googles, it's going to tell you relevant. Relevant just means that it makes sense, that it's something that fits what you want to accomplish. And so, yeah, I can I can get on board with that. And then time bound. Here's the other problem: I have been over the last couple of days have been um, making daily goals. Things that I want to accomplish over the course of the day. And I have learned that I'm colossally bad at determining what I can accomplish in a day. I'm either wildly underestimating or wildly overestimating my, my capacity, my abilities. And really, <laughs> in most cases, I'm wildly underestimating my um, what I can do. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I have... I'm able to do a lot more than what I have been guessing. So from the standpoint of setting a goal, I think universally we're just bad at guessing what we can accomplish. I heard somebody say one time, and I've heard, actually heard this from multiple sources, where we are uh, chronically underestimating, maybe no, I'm, I'll say it, better maybe (laughs) we're overestimating what we can accomplish in a, in a year and underestimating what we can accomplish in five years. And I don't know if I got those, those time periods, right. But we think that we can do a lot more in a year and we don't give ourselves enough enough credit on what we can accomplish in a, a longer period. So this idea of time bound, that's, that's a little bit problematic. And then the other thing is that just, What and this is what happens with the um, the idea of these people who are giving up on their their New Year's resolutions by mid February or March is they were just bad at guessing when they would accomplish their goal, and so they've just given up. So two things come to mind. Number one is a goal is something that you need to commit to and commit. And when I say commit, I mean one hundred percent nothing is going to take you away from it. You're not going to give up until you get it. And I'm going to come back and talk to the, about that in just a minute. The other thing is my personal observation slash experience is that if I get to, let's just say January, or December 31st, and I've not accomplished whatever it is that I said I was going to accomplish, um, it just seems that the, the universal universal behavior is, okay, well, I blew that one. And people just give up. So when that happens, all that means is you guessed wrong on how long it was going to take you to accomplish the goal. So if you wanted to write a book, if you wanted to have a a book published, and you didn't get it published by the the time that you had um, determined... It just means that you guessed the wrong time, so you don't give up on the goal. You just adjust the time. So instead of having the book written by the end of December, maybe you change it to being by the end of January, and then uh, and you can adjust. That is when I when I heard that concept, it was um, super exciting for me. I thought this is a new way for me to think about approaching goals. It's not that I'm giving up. It's not that I, I blew it. I didn't hit the goal. It means it's that I just guessed wrong. And guess what? We all guess wrong. We're all going to guess wrong. So first of all, on the, uh, back on the realistic, if you have chosen a realistic goal, no, that's not how I want to say it. If you achieve your goal, In the period of time that you mark, maybe your goal wasn't big enough. Maybe your goal wasn't substantial enough. And a lot of times what we do is we, because the, uh, the idea has been, we want to hit our goals. This is what's been, uh, kind of, um, pounded into us. I think at least this has been my experience as I've, uh, experienced goal setting uh conversations and lessons and teachings and etc the the f- target has been it seems to me anyways the target has been on accomplishing the goal and so i think many times i've gone easy on myself i've because of that emphasis i've wanted to make sure that i choose something that i will accomplish because I don't want to, I don't want to get to the the um, D Day and have to admit that I missed the goal. There seems to be some shame uh, wrapped up in that. So, what I think that means is that we're just not um, we're not pushing ourselves because we're trying. We're we're too cautious. We're too careful. We're too. Um, What what other word can I use? We're just being too too um, too careful, and we don't set a goal that's going to really stretch, and require the the growth and development. So um, there's that, and then the the last thing I think I want to talk about when it when it comes to goals is the idea that it has to be exciting to us. It has to be something that we, that we want. I was, I was talking a little bit ago about that. It ha, we have to have something. We have to have the commitment that we're just, we're not going to give up on it. We're going to, it does not matter what happens. We're going to continue working towards it. And this is, if it doesn't happen, if we don't have that kind of a feeling about a goal that we're working towards, it's probably the wrong goal. And so I think about I think about some of the things that I've done the best. For example, when I got my pilot's license, I didn't write down that goal. I didn't write it down. But I was so committed to getting that. I was not going to let anything stand in my way. Um, I lost my job as I was I was a couple months from wrapping up my training. I had just had my first solo in December. It was right around uh, exactly this uh, time of year. It was, I think, December 20th when I had my first solo. And um, a couple months later, it was in February, that my position was eliminated at my, at my company, which meant my income was eliminated. <laughs> and I got a phone call. I got a phone call from my mom. We were just chatting about stuff, and she said, mm, I don't think you should continue because... You just don't have the money for it. You don't. You don't want to spend money on flight lessons when you really should be spending money on making sure that you have food and shelter and etc. And that's a valid opinion. But um, as my wife and I talked about it, she said her advice to me was finish it. If you don't finish it now, when will you do it? And I love that encouragement. I love that support. It was so appreciated and it didn't matter that I didn't have the income. I had decided I was going to get my license. I was going to complete that training and I did. And it was, and it's fantastic. It's something that, that has been a lot of fun for me. And so that's the, um, that's the, the final point. It has to be something That we've decided to be totally committed to we're not going to give up on it because the time period that you give yourself is probably the wrong time period so once that time period ends that date that you're going to hit this by has passed you got to be willing to to continue going for it and uh, just realize that you (laughs) you guessed wrong so there you go that's my new that's my new approach on goals I have had a couple of experiences recently where I set a goal and, um, last thing I want to talk about with goals is, and this is something I've learned is when you set a goal, something's going to happen to hijack you. And when I was working on my pilot's license, I hadn't thought about it this way before, but when I got my pilot's license or when I was working towards that, I lost my job, lost my income. And I've had other situations where I've set goals and then things and sometimes substantial things have popped up and this happens. It will happen every single time. And this is the subconscious mind trying to protect me, trying to keep me safe. And the easiest thing to do when that happens, it could be a family situation. It could be job situation, could be personal situation, could be a health situation, but something's going to come up. The Easiest thing to do is to, to, um, discontinue the goal, working towards the goal, because I'm just going to wait until I'm going to wait until this settles down. I'm going to wait until this resolves itself. Then I'll continue the goal. You can't do that. You got to be willing to, to do whatever it takes. And maybe in in my case, in uh, some recent circumstances, I've had to make some modifications, make some adjustments because of, of, things that I need to focus on and pay attention to. But it hasn't changed my goal. I'm still focused on it. I'm still determined to accomplish it. And that is, um, that's it. It's it's a totally different way um, of thinking about goals, it's a way that I had not thought about it before. And the last thing I'm going to say, I, I know I said this before, but this is really the last thing I'm going to say, is that the purpose of the goal is to give you direction, is to get you... Um, moving in a in a direction and, and the thing to remember at least to be aware of hopefully you remember this is that accomplishing the goal is not going to give you any kind of a feeling if you get an income that income is not going to make you happy or make you feel safe or make you feel accomplished If it's a weight loss goal, that number on the scale is not going to make you feel pretty or handsome or fit. It's, it's not. And so some of the mind work that needs to happen as you're working towards your goal is to live, to believe, to think the way that you want to live, believe, think of having accomplished that goal. So if it's a weight loss goal, um, I was walking through the grocery store earlier today and saw the the bags of potato chips and they they looked good. I love the salt and vinegar chips and they were on sale and I thought, my decision to take care of my health is made here in the grocery store by buying or not buying the unhealthy food and I didn't buy it. So I want to, I want to have a, um, a body (laughs) that, that is able to, um, to take, to, to, um, house my, (laughs) house my, my soul in a, in a fit and healthy way. And, so, the decision is um, is made from that I want to have a a healthy lifestyle, and in the moment, I may or may not feel like it, but also accomplishing a certain number on the scale is not going i'm not going to feel healthy once I hit a certain number um, just like when I have a birthday i don't magically feel a different age i just i am i am the age that I am so Those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts on goals. It is um, about that uh, time of year, but it doesn't have to be just that time of year. Um, Anytime. Anytime you want to make a change, anytime you want to improve your life, think about a goal, and I'd love to chat about anything you want to do. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Bad Boss Podcast. We hope you found it helpful and inspiring. Remember that relationships are a work in progress and making mistakes is normal. And... If you want to have a better experience with your own bad boss, I'd love to chat. Reach out to me at Ken at KenWilliamsCoaching.com or check out the link in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with others who might benefit. And until next time, don't forget to spread untoxic Positivity everywhere.